We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode four of SwiftCast. This is Belle, Ashley, and Haley. Woohoo! How you guys doing? Good. I am semi-sleepy, but I am enthused. I'm like kind of that delirious stage of sleepy, so that's good, because that means that I'm going to say a lot of weird things tonight. <laughs> yeah. Does it feel like one of those nights you won't be sleeping? It feels like <laughs> one of those nights I won't be sleeping. <laughs> or maybe you will be sleeping, because you're so tired. Swifty puns. Well, I guess we'll just jump right on into this episode with... Keeping up with... Swift. So Taylor has had several recent concerts over the past week. On April 25th, she was in Cleveland, Ohio, and the wildcard song was The Best Day, which was a request um, from a fan and her mom who came to Taylor's meet and greet. And then on April 26th, she was in Indianapolis, and the wildcard song was Mine. And then on April 27th, Taylor was in Lexington, Kentucky, and I was also there. The wildcard song that night was Our Song, which was very cool to see. And a few interesting things happened during that show that definitely have not happened during any of the other Red shows so far. The first thing that happened was, and I didn't see this, but I read all about it, that people threw balloons on stage during State of Grace. Which, I don't, I didn't see this happen. I don't know where they got balloons, but apparently this happened. I was too busy screaming and jumping up and down and freaking out for Taylor to notice this. And I'm guessing that security probably, like, swatted them off the stage pretty quickly. And then, later in the, um, in the show, during All Too Well, the fire alarm went off. Which definitely was a little bit disruptive, but nobody really seemed to be too concerned about it or get up or anything and it was just i think Did taylor just keep on playing yeah taylor i think was trying to stay in the moment of the song and you know not lose the emotion that she has to channel but she was probably in her head freaking out because you know how she is if there was a fire at least everybody could die happy because they're dying watching taylor swift play i, I feel like that was what was going through everyone's minds but luckily it was nothing serious i think it was just something having to do with the smoke effects from song before which was i knew you were troubled and something happened to trigger the alarm but it was turned off pretty quickly and then also during that show there was a bat loose in the arena and grant tweeted that it landed right in front of him on stage and he did not know what to do (laughs) so that's really funny (laughs) i mean but i do have an explanation for the bat what do you think happened well i think that a vampire came to see the show Okay. You know, and maybe it got, to the, maybe it's one of those situations where, like, it's like a pumpkin effect with Cinderella, where it's like, once it gets to a certain time of night, it, the vampire turns into a bat, and they were just so engrossed in the show, they forgot to leave on time, and, you know, bat. It could be. Maybe it was Taylor Lautner, but instead of becoming a werewolf, he became a vampire. That could be true. That could be true. You never know. Or maybe, you know, our pads was there or something. I don't know. But that was very random. And the show was indoors. So I, I honestly don't know how that could have happened. Um, yeah, but it was a great show. That was my third red show. And I got to meet up with a lot of awesome Swifties while I was there. If you saw me there, I probably handed you one of our SwiftCast business cards. So feel free to let me know if you want one. And I'll try and meet up with you at a future show if we're at the same ones and give one to you. 
And speaking of upcoming shows, Taylor's next show is on May 4th in Detroit, and I'm also attending that show. That was a sort of last-minute decision that I made a couple of days ago, so I will be there, and I'm sad-facing that I won't be there with you. But yeah, it was a last-minute decision, and I will be there this Saturday for my fourth Red show. I'm very excited. And actually, then I had the Louisville show next week that I had already been planning for a while, so I got to see three shows in a row of Taylor, which makes me very happy. And speaking of upcoming shows, Taylor also added recently a show in London on June 9th. She's going to be playing at a music festival along with a variety of other artists, which is um, on June 9th in London. So that's during the same week as CMA Fest in Nashville. So fans are starting to wonder what, if anything, Taylor is going to be doing during CMA Fest because we already know that she's performing at LP Field, but we don't know what day. And it's been hinted at for a while since last CMA Fest that she's going to be doing something big like a meet and greet, but now we're all a little bit worried that she may not have time if she has to get to the UK. However, very, very recently, Scott Borchetta tweeted a fan uh, who uh, said, it was asking about CMA Fest, I guess, and he said, I can tell you she's very excited, and like always, you never know what to expect. That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, me too. Because if she wasn't doing anything, I think he probably would have just not responded to that. Which is good, because me and Ashley were both uh, at his Q&A uh, in person last year at CMA Fest, and uh, we were sad that Taylor couldn't uh, do CMA Fest last year, and we were told that she hadn't finished her homework, quote-unquote, aka your album. She was finishing her album, and uh, that she was going to do something really big this year to make up for it. So we're holding you to that promise. This just reminded me of the most random thing that happened to me at last CMA Fest when I was in the Fanfare Hall, which... For those of you who don't know, it was the convention center where a lot of celebrities have their events. There was this guy yelling at the big machine employees about, how could you let Taylor not be here? (laughs) (laughs) How could you let her not be here? He was very upset, and he said that she's always there, and he paid a lot of money to come to Nashville just so he could see her, and he was very upset that she did not come last year. So, Well, maybe he should have, like, researched ahead of time that she wasn't going to be there. So I'm I'm sure that a lot of other people, even those who were not yelling at the employees, felt that way. So hopefully yeah. this year will make every Swifties dream come true. That would be lovely. You know what else is lovely? That's lovely. Another single. Ooh, it has been just is. announced that the new UK single will be released on June 24th. And the single is Everything Has Changed. It's going to be so cute. Can you imagine what the video for that would be like? Oh my god, it's going to be amazing. I love me some swearing. (laughs) What if they made the video kind of like a vlog of all their adventures on tour? That would be really, really cute. It's actually a really good idea, too. I I think they should do it on a trampoline as well. Yeah, so hey, Taylor (laughs) and Ed, if you're listening, we've got your video all planned out, so give us a call. Yeah, we got it. I will write your treatment yeah. for you. We got it. <laughs> for real, for real. And Butch Walker is, um, I didn't even know he really did a lot of producing because he's a musician himself. And it was funny because the first time I ever heard of him was when he did a cover of You Belong With Me on YouTube. But yeah, that's kind of cool that he did that song. I love that song. And UK people, you should get excited because awesome things are going to happen. 
Also, awesome things are going to happen to us when we get to see Taylor acting again. Yay! I've been so dying excited. for this. I know. Just a reminder to all you listeners that Taylor is going to be on the May 14th uh, finale of New Girl. And she's playing a character named Elaine who likes to break up her ex's wedding. And I'm kind of hoping that they title the episode Speak Now. Yeah. Just, just saying. saying. Just saying. That would be great. Just throwing that out there. You know, as a, as a casual suggestion. In more recent Taylor news, Taylor recently won some awards from the Radio Disney Awards, which aired this past weekend on April 27th. And she took home the awards for Hit the Road category for the best breakup song of the year, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. And she also won the award for Bestest Song of the Year for I Knew You Were Trouble. So congrats, Taylor. That's awesome. I feel like maybe the reason why she's looking at houses lately is because she just needs to make more room for her all of her awards you know (laughs) well they gotta go somewhere for sure i think she just accumulates so much stuff i don't think she has enough places to put it projects yeah so in more music award news or just awards taylor is nominated for 11 billboard music awards and that is including the Billboard Milestone Award. So she is nominated for tarp, Top Artist, Top Billboard 200 Album for Red, Top Female Artist, Top 100 Songs Artist, the Top Digital Song Artist, Top Social Artist, Top Country Artist, Top Country Album for Red, Top Streaming Video for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, and top country song for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Or as like my daughter calls it, Ever Ever Getting Back Together. <laughs> it's her song. <laughs> um, and you can vote for Taylor for the Miles- Milestone Award at billboard.com backslash milestone. And you can do that once a day. Yep, once a day. So go ahead and go vote to your little heart's content. And, you know, I really think Billboard should have thrown in two more awards to give Taylor an even 13. Definitely. I agree with that. You know, they should have made up some and been like, Taylor's the only one, so, you know, here you go. The I am Taylor Swift and I am awesome award. Yep, there you go. And uh, let me think. She could get one for being owner of the cutest cat in America. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Billboard. Two more categories just for you. There you go. We just we just did your job for you. We're doing a lot of people's jobs for them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Billboard and the charts, Taylor recently reached a new accomplishment on the charts. Um, her song "Highway Don't Care" with Tim McGraw went from spot number forty-two up to spot twenty-five on the Billboard Hot One Hundred, and this was a new record for Taylor. This was her forty-first top forty Hot One Hundred hit. Wow, that was a lot of numbers. <laughs> And this basically put her into a 10th place tie among all the acts that had the most entries on the charts. So that's awesome. Yay, go Taylor! And with the, you know, the combined star power of Tim McGraw and Taylor and Keith Urban, it's really not surprising that the song is doing so well. I love that song. It's beautiful. Just like Taylor is, and People Magazine agrees. Oh, they do. They just had a new issue that hit the stands on April 26th. And Taylor makes the list in the latest issue, along with uh, Carrie Underwood and Tim McGraw, most beautiful people list. And uh, she tells people, I'm pretty pale. 
In high school, I was insecure, and I thought it would be cool to go to a tanning bed, and now I just let it look the way it looks. And I really like that quote, because I feel like she's, you know, it's like, it's got to be an incredible honor to be, you know, named one of the most beautiful people of pe- in People magazine. But she's, you know, one thing that she's saying is that it's important to be comfortable with yourself. Confidence is beauty, you know? Yeah, this quote really means a lot to me, because I'm really pale, and I've had to come to accept that. I think everyone is beautiful the way that they are. And Taylor agrees, apparently, which is awesome. I mean, I, in all honesty, though, you know, I think that it's, this is one of the reasons what we all love Taylor. It's like she gets all these amazing things, you know, all these amazing awards. She is completely beautiful and, in my opinion, flawless. But, you know, it's important to remember that everyone has insecurities. Everyone has something about themselves that, like, they're self-conscious about. And we all think of Taylor as basically flawless, but she doesn't think of herself that way. And you're always your own worst critic. Yep, exactly. You see the flaws no one else sees. Yeah, exactly. So congratulations to Taylor for making that list, and it's well-deserved. Yes, definitely. And also, in other Taylor Magazine news, she's on the April issue cover of of Dolly Magazine, which is an Australian magazine. So all you Australian Swifties who might be listening, go out and try and find a copy of that if you can. And there wasn't really a lot of new information in this interview. It covered a lot of things she's kind of talked about on The Ellen Show and in other places. But I'm sure many of us like to collect as many Taylor magazines as possible. So if you can get your hands on a copy of that, it should be in newsstands right now. Okay. And a little bit ago, um, Wonderstruck's The Twitter changed their name to T-Swift Fragrance. And it was going around that we were wondering if there was a new perfume on the way. And recently, T. Flawless Swift on Twitter told Taylor she smelled really good at a meet and greet. And Taylor confirmed that she is working on a new perfume. And it, quote, smells like heaven. Um, (laughs) So do you guys know any possible names for this new perfume? What about, like, blushing? Yeah, blushing all the way home. I like it. I'm wondering if she's going to continue to go with the theme of, like, at least picking words from Wonderstruck. Yeah, like, Starlight? she's going to go the completely different route. I think she's going to go a completely different route. I think that's the theme of this year. Maybe, like, yeah, Starlight would be cute, or, like, Burning Red. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe you guys know what she'll name it. So if you have any thoughts or guesses, go ahead and let us know. I think she's going to name it, I remember the scent all too well. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess. That's good. Snaps for Ashley. (laughs) It'll be really cool to see when it actually comes out, if we got even remotely close to it. That would be the perfect scent. I have a feeling that it will come out in the fall, around when this U.S. leg of the tour is winding down. Yeah, that's probably true. But we'll see. Probably true. It's the perfect moment for some mini-segments. Yay! I love me some mini-segments. Mini-segments are awesome. We heart mini-segments. We heart you. Our first submission is from 13 all Too swift on Twitter. You get yelled at for putting Taylor's posters in the living room because you have no more room on your bedroom walls. Swifty problems. Heck yeah! <laughs> Leave them yeah. there. 
Our next one comes from Gabby562 on Twitter, and she said, Dancing and cleaning to red full blast and your husband looking at you like you're crazy. Swifty problems. Oh, Swifty problems. Our next one is from Mess of a Dreamer 13. And she says, waiting for Sw- for September for pit. Swifty problems. It sounded like I, you were about yeah, to say Swift-tember. Swift-tember. <laughs> Swift-tember. Yeah, I can uh, vouch for that one because uh, I'll tell you, I mean, me and Ashley and Haley all had pit um, in the opening show in Omaha. No, I didn't. And it's well worth it. Yes. Ashley was not in Pit. Ashley was not with you guys. <gasps> oh, I forgot. I'm so <laughs> it was Brandy that was in Pit with us. Oh, she was in Pit with Hi, us. Hi, Brandy. We Hi. miss you. Hi, Brandy. But I actually just bought Pit yesterday for the first Nashville show, so I'm very excited for that. Yay! You will get your Pit chance, too. Then maybe you'll be in Pit with Mess of a Dreamer. Oh, yeah, yeah. maybe. I'm really upset I because I really wanted Pit for the last Nashville show, which of course everybody wanted, and by the time I got money and yeah. got ready to buy it, it was sold out for that day. Oh, failness! But at least I get to still see it in Nashville on the first night. Yay! So our next one is submitted by Ashley. Hi, Ashley. When your light-up poster ends up costing more than your concert ticket, Swifty problems. <laughs> and I would like to clarify: it did not end up costing as much as my concert ticket, but it did cost almost as much because i bought about six different packs of poster lights which are about eight dollars each so that was like 50 bucks right there and then i had to buy a giant foam board and paint and stencils so i probably spent close to 70 dollars on it when my ticket cost 100 yeah so more than half but not quite yeah when i was in um newark with maya and emily we you know i had a whole budget planned out you know only had limited amount of money and I'm like, okay, so here's for food, here's for, you know, my concert tickets, and here's for this. And then we go to get our poster stuff, and we have to spend, like, a whole bunch of money on all this stuff we bought. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't realize what's going to cost this much. Guess I won't but be I eating. I like poster lights are an investment because they're yeah, battery powered, so you can just take them off the sign when you're done and use them for a new sign. Exactly. Yeah, well, we did. We so we had the signs for the second out of the out of the three Newark shows, and then the third um, night we didn't bring the signs, but we took the lights off and wrapped them around ourselves. So our next mini segment comes to us from at Enchanted by TS on Twitter, and she said, "Seeing so many pictures of fans with Taylor, and you're just sitting at home wishing you could meet her. Swifty problems. This one makes me sad. I think that's one of the me biggest too. Swifty problems." I have that Swifty problem on a daily basis. Me too. Our next one is from Emily, who unfortunately isn't here recording with us tonight. She's not feeling well. And she says her Swifty problem is when you get out of your car, singing better than revenge loudly and get stared at. (laughs) Hey, there is nothing wrong with just bursting out into Taylor's song wherever you are at any given moment. No. I fully support that. I support that. If I... Was walking down the street and somebody was just standing there singing a Taylor song. I'd be like, "Yeah, rock it!" I would definitely start singing with them. I know, right? I'd be like, "Come joining, I'm joining in." Hops in the chorus. Our next one is submitted by Swift underscore Lover on Twitter. Not having enough fingers to count Taylor's Billboard nominations. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. Especially now since we added two more. I know. <laughs> 
Yep. I'm short one digit. Our next submission comes from also at Swift underscore lover. And she said, it feels like the perfect night to make caramel delights at midnight. Yep. You're a thug. I saw what you did there. <laughs> and it was rhyming. So it gets extra points for that. Definitely. Live with your parents, but you're still a thug. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're on to our Taylor quote of the week. And this was submitted, and I'm going to butcher it, so I'm just going to spell it S-J-A-A-M-I on Twitter. And the quote is, I'm intimidated by the fear of being average. I love this quote. I love this quote because I feel like, you know, when you grow, when you grow up, you are expected to fit into this box. You know, your family puts you in a box sometimes, I guess, not everybody's, but society puts you in a box. You know, you have to act a certain way you have to adhere to all these you know universal rules despite how different you might be and how much of an individual you might be you know at school and everywhere else and it's like you're told all the time you know hey if you're you know you should be normal being normal is cool being normal makes you popular but really it's like to me your individuality is what makes you an interesting person. Just the other day, I think somebody was saying to me, oh, you know, she was showing me pictures of her sisters. And she's like, aren't my sisters pretty? And I was like, I don't want to be insulting, but like, I feel like if I walked down the street and I saw them, I would never look twice at them because they look like everybody else. Like to me, beauty is individuality. It's like something unique about you that I notice. And I think that it's really cool that Taylor has that quote and has said that to people because... You know, she's saying to people, you know, you know, you shouldn't strive to be like everyone else. You should be confident in being yourself. Don't be average. Be you. Exactly. You don't want to be like everybody else just because then that you won't be remembered. I think that was another reason why she was fearing, you know, being put into the mold and, you know, doing everything she can not to be like everybody else in the music industry just because you don't get remembered that way. Yeah, she has never let anyone put her into a mold. And even when she's, you know, pretty much at the top of her game, which many would say that she is, she's still always striving to go even further and do even more and keep pushing the envelope, which I think is what will ensure that, you know, she doesn't fizzle out. She, I mean, she doesn't let anybody, you know, she recently also said that I think she was kind of in response to the people that are like, oh, you're not country anymore. She's like... I'm always changing, so my music is always changing. Exactly. That makes perfect sense. It does. I mean, if your music always stays exactly the same, that would mean you're not growing as a person or artist. Exactly. You know, Taylor is... Taylor does not fit into a cookie-cutter genre. Taylor is Taylor. She's her own genre. That's why we love her. I feel like, you know, charts, or I feel like iTunes should have, you know, like, country, pop, reggae, blah, 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 Taylor Swift. Exactly. I've been <laughs> saying this for years. She is definitely her own genre. She, nobody, nobody defines her but her. Yeah, there's nobody like her, even close to her. Whoever they try to compare her with, whether it's, like, at award shows or whatever, I'm like, they've got nothing on her. Very, very true. Well, I think that, you know, it's an important lesson to keep in mind when it comes to, you know, if you're trying to be like other people or dress like the cool people in school or things like that, you know, keep in mind that being an, individu being an individual, being yourself is what's going to make you noticed. It's what's going to make you validated as a human being. Exactly. You know, don't, you know, do what you 
do, do what you want to do and not what other people want you to do or what you think that you should do because of, because of other people's expectations. You know, I think that that's, that's such, such a simple quote. I'm intimidated by the fear of being average, but I think it says so much more. So anyways, we wanted to thank, uh, I'm going to butcher this too, S, S. Jammy. Jamie? I, yeah. Jamie? S. Jamie? Jamie? Uh, yeah. Uh, on Twitter for submitting that. And uh, you guys can all continue to submit quotes for us to discuss every week. Uh, you can do that and submit uh, stuff for the rest of our mini segments by either using our contact form on swiftcast13.com or you can tweet us at swiftcast13.com. You can leave us a Facebook comment at swiftcast13 on Facebook. You can tailor connect us at tailorconnect.com slash swiftcast13 or you can email us at swiftcast13.com. So basically, if you can remember swiftcast13, you've pretty much got it down. You are good to go. We're good to go. <laughs> and we also wanted to remind you, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we did an interview with Kevin McGuire, who was the um, boy who recently had leukemia, and then now that he's better, got to go meet Taylor and hang out with her at the ACM Awards. And he had a really cool story to tell all about how Taylor helped him and how he got to meet her and and also about how, as somebody who is now recovered from leukemia, being a bone marrow donor is really important to him. And he gave us some really important information, which anyone who would consider being a bone marrow donor should know. You can go to bethematch.org and get a free swab kit sent to you. You have to be 18 or older. But if you're 18 or older, all you have to do is use this little kit and send it back and then you'll be registered and if they find someone who needs a match and you match them you could save a life and they'll pay all of your medical expenses and flight and hotel and things like that everything so if that's something you're interested in go to be the match.org and it's pretty easy to get involved with that all right swifties we got two special guests on swiftcast today michaela and ava Hi. Hi. Hey. We first met them, Ashley, Belle, and I met them in Omaha. So we got to hang out with them a little bit, and they have a really cool story to tell us. Tell us what happened in Omaha. Uh, well, it all started during Red when somebody who I'm guessing is in 13 management walked up to us and said, um, Are you guys all together? And we said yes, and then they said, you guys are meeting Taylor tonight, and pulled out wristbands for Club Red, and we instantly start screaming and crying. <laughs> we basically got it from, like, being really crazy, and Taylor's mom saw us and pointed at us. And we had 300 bullets. That's a lot of plastics. <laughs> yeah. By the time, like... That's a lot of yeah. <laughs> By the time we, the show was over, they were basically all <laughs> over the floor, so... Yeah, they kept <laughs> flying off. And one of them broken, like, got glow stick. It happened to me, too, actually, <laughs> in Omaha. When I was cracking them open, one of the glow sticks exploded into my eye. But luckily, my eye was okay. <laughs> so then, after the show, we all, everybody with Club Red, met in a certain section. And then we went backstage. Before that, she, like, explained the rules, like, not to take pictures while Taylor wasn't, like, with us. Yeah, like, we couldn't take pictures of Taylor walking around, like, or they'll delete it for us, and we um, couldn't record Taylor walking. 
right when we got there, there was like different like dresses of Taylor Swift that you can like see. What were you guys um like wearing, or did you have a sign or anything to like? We were on the floor, so we couldn't have a sign. But we had a dress that Taylor wore before. And, like, right when she came up to us, she was like, oh, my gosh, I have that dress. And, like, <laughs> that just made me, like, cry so much. Didn't you guys were wearing her cat shoes, too? That's adorable. Michaela was actually wearing her kids, and I was wearing her cat shoes. So she's like, oh, my gosh, you guys had the kids and cat shoes. Like, you guys are <laughs> on top of it all. Yeah. So, like, when we got backstage, we went into the Club Red entrance, which was, like, and then it was all curtains, like the tea party room, hanging from the ceiling with the giant pole in the middle with all the pictures of Taylor. And, like, right to our right, there's the dress from the R Song video and the Sparks Fly dress from the Speak Now tour. And they had, like, pizza for us, and they had water and candy and a photo. Was there a lot of Diet Coke? Awesome. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the photo booth had a giant Diet Coke logo on the side of it. Yeah. And, like, in the, pho- the photo booth, you can, like, there was, like, cool stuff you can wear in it, like, red oh, scarves oh, and all cool. that. Oh, props. props. I love it. Did you take yeah. photos in the photo booth? Yeah, we got one of them, and we we did, like, a hand heart, and we used one of, like, boa scarf thingies. It's actually on our, like, Twitter, one of the pictures we have up there, so if you guys want to see that. So then, like, it was about 10 minutes in there that Taylor came in, and she went to the people right next to us and then came to us last. And while we were waiting, like, Ed and Caitlin came in. Yeah, and then um, finally Taylor's mom got there, and we gave her, like, flowers, and yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And, like, throughout the whole time, there were a bunch of different dancers coming in, and at one point Scott Borchetta, like, peeked his head in. And I really wanted to get a picture with him, but he walked out afterwards. <laughs> the the elusive Scott. We were looking for him all over in Omaha because he said he was going to be there, and we never saw him. But I guess he must have been hiding backstage. I guess he was. I guess he was uh, planning the nice Hunger Games, you know, <laughs> like a crane and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Taylor came to us last, and like the first thing she said was, "I think I have your dress," and then she hugged us. And I think throughout the whole thing, she hugged us, Aww. like, three times. Mostly because we were crying throughout the whole thing. I couldn't get a hold of myself. Yeah, like, I think two people, um, like, in the time we were in Club Red, they asked, are you guys all right? And then we just said, yeah, just having a swift attack. Ooh, that's a good word. New, new, yeah, Taylor, new word. Taylor word. That's going in the dictionary. <laughs> yes, it is. I think that should be our dictionary for the, <laughs> the episode for yeah, tonight. Yeah, I concur. For the episode. So what would your definition of swift attack be? Freakin- freakishly, like, crying when you see Taylor. Over a Taylor-related like, subject. Yeah. <laughs> I so love it. I approve. You said that she came to your group last about how many different groups or how many people were in Club Red. There were about 30 people, I would say. And, like, by the end of the show with all the dancers in there, it was, like, completely cramped with people everywhere. Yeah, Ed came in a few minutes after Taylor, and he came to us first. Yeah, so cute. He had his Nebraska sweatshirt on and everything. Did you get an Ed hug? Yeah. (laughs) I'm so jealous. And he was nice, but he did seem kind of shy. Yeah, he was a little shy, I think. That's so cute. Yeah. Caitlin took our picture with Ed. It was a little blurry, but... (laughs) And, like, between Ed and Taylor, we met the dancers and Taylor's parents. And then, like, back to Taylor coming in. We talked to her a while, and I had a fan project from Taylor Connect that I gave her, and she loved it. 
and we gave her flowers, and, like, we were talking with her for a while. Then, like, towards the end, we got a picture with her. She asked if um, we wanted to get anything signed, and I had her sign my summer chair lithograph. Aww. What was the project you gave her? It was where a bunch of different Swifties on Taylor Connect, like, wrote, like, a little letter thanking Taylor for different reasons. Like, um, there's some people who said, like, thank you for teaching me that I can, like, say my feelings and everything. That's so cool. it was really Mm -hmm. cool. That's really cute. And they, like, all picked their favorite picture of Taylor and it was, like, faded in the background a little. Also, we had, like, a whole bunch of pictures of her on a red carpet and she said to us, you don't really notice how much red carpets you go to until you see them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, um, when Taylor was done, like, going to us, she took a – she went in the photo booth with Ed and a few of the dancers, and then she took a picture of her pictures from the photo booth and tweeted it. <laughs> it's really cool to think that we got to watch her do that. You're like, she actually does tweet herself. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Everywhere you looked, there was, like, a celebrity, it seems like. <laughs> was this the first time you guys met Taylor? Um, we met her earlier in the week at a restaurant in Omaha. Like, we saw oh, somebody right. tweet she was there. And we were looking for her downtown, and we ended up just, like, sprinting full on um, to the <laughs> restaurant. Did she remember you when she saw you again later? I don't know if she remembered us. She didn't say anything, but she could have. She could have been like, hey, I recognize those girls, but she didn't really say anything. Yeah, it was, when we met her at the restaurant, it was really fast. Like, we just got a picture with her, and then she said, are you guys coming to the show? And we said, yeah, and when she was walking away, she said, I'll see you guys at the show. It was awesome. That is super sweet. That is adorable. And we took one picture with her, and the flash wasn't on, and it was kind of like a dark restaurant. So my mom didn't know how to turn the flash on, so Taylor did it for us. And, like, <laughs> she's like I'm freakishly good at this stuff <laughs> like so <laughs> I want to like shadow box the camera or like detect the fingerprints on the flash button <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the best week ever the restaurant was called Vivachi so and if you go in there it totally looks like something tailored can be yeah it was like an antique looking place and it had like chandeliers hanging up it seems like in every That's city really cool. she has her few favorite spots that she goes to a lot. Yeah, like she's good at picking a bunch of different places. Like every place that she I've seen her go to, I can totally like see how she would pick it. Like ever like in that restaurant, like they had so many Taylor related things. It looked kind of like the mansion she was in in the Wonderstruck ad. <laughs> That's cool. That sounds like you guys had an amazing opening week. Yeah, yeah probably best week of my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, was there anything else in Club Red that, like, um, you didn't expect to see? I didn't expect there to be, like, so many tables and, like, they had booths. It was kind of like a little diner in a way. Yeah, I saw it looked like there were some booths where you could sort of sit down and hang out while you waited. It was cool, <laughs> and they all it was, like, all Diet Coke themed in a way. Like, the colors and everything were... It was like being inside a Wonderstruck Enchanted bottle. Oh my gosh. That's cool. <laughs> I can only think of I Dream of Genie, but instead it's I Dream oh of Taylor. Oh my gosh, yes. I was just thinking that too. That's crazy. It was it was awesome. It's, to, it's no doubt the best week ever. Yeah. We didn't actually get to eat because <laughs> we were too like excited to eat. <laughs> so. But they had Pizza Hut they ordered. Yeah. 
I'm glad that it's Diet Coke themed, though, because like, you know how um, during the Speak Now tour, you know, they were being sponsored by CoverGirl and you'd go in and you get all this CoverGirl stuff and you get free lip gloss. And, you know, I walked into the uh, Omaha and I'm like, where's our free Diet Coke? They started doing that the last couple of shows. Did they? Yeah. Last night when I was in Lexington after the show, when you went out of the venue to leave, there were a bunch of coolers set up outside with just like tons and tons of mini cans of Diet Coke and you could just take as many as you wanted. Nice. Mini cans. That was random. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Haley gets gets excited over the simple things in life. I should have taken one as a souvenir, but it was raining and we were trying to go to the car, so I didn't. But it's cool that they're handing it out now, so your (laughs) refreshments are covered. (laughs) Good to know. What was your uh, favorite moment of Club Red? Um, mine would probably be Taylor noticing our dresses, because I, like, imagined her in my head saying that when we bought it, if we ever met her. So I don't know why that moment always, like, sticks out in my head. Yeah, that was pretty cool when she said, like, Taylor said that she has the same dress as us. Like, that's pretty yeah, awesome. No. You're like, no, we have the same dress <laughs> yeah. as you. <laughs> She's so nice. Like, instead of us making like saying can we take a picture with you she says can i take a picture with you guys <laughs> yeah Aww. she's like the sweetest person ever yeah was she was she anything like you expected or was she completely different than what you would when you guys met her she was as like as tall and as perfect as i expected like she just looks like she looks so fake when you see her in some way like, you see her in, like, so many pictures, and then when she's actually there, it's like... Is this like, real? <laughs> Are you going to go see her moments. at any other Red shows? Um, I'm going to the last two shows in Nashville. Oh, cool. oh my. And I'm sitting in Pitt on the 20th, and I'm sitting almost the exact same spot as when we got Club Red on the last night. Woo! That's exciting. I'm excited for nice. you. That'll be awesome. I'm hoping I can go too, but I don't have any tickets yet. I don't either, so. <laughs> I'm road tripping for a late birthday present. Nice. Well, guys, thank you so much for telling us about your red experience, and we hope to see you around more. See you in Nashville. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I love Swiftcast. Yeah. Thank Yay. you. Thank you, and we will definitely have to like see you guys in Nashville. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So we hope you guys enjoyed hearing about Michaela and Ava's story in Club Red. We always try and keep up with what's going on with any fans in the community. And with that being said, we have several fan projects to tell you about and remind you about right now. The first one is, as you've heard on our last episode, my Dreaming in Red contest, which was a ticket giveaway project that I started a few months ago where I've been collecting letters from Anybody who wasn't able to get tickets to the Red Tour and picking however many that I'm able to afford and getting them tickets to the Red Show of their choice. And I've had a couple of amazing, generous donors also help me who have asked to remain anonymous. So I've been able to help out a lot of fans, which has been really cool. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my winners so far. Um, the first winner I picked was a girl named Haley who lives in Cincinnati and she had never seen Taylor in concert before and she is now going with her sister to the Louisville show next week. The second winner was a girl named Kelsey in Washington or in, who lives in Maryland and is going to the Washington DC show. The third winner was John, who wrote me a really sweet letter about wanting to take his girlfriend to see her idol, and they are going to the Detroit show. And then for Lexington, I 
awarded a pair of tickets to Kayla from Kentucky, who had a great time at the show. So it's been really awesome getting to send so many fans to see Taylor. And like I said, this is all out of my own money, just whatever I can manage to afford to do, which I often don't know till you know, the week or even day of the concert. So if you haven't been able to get red tickets and you want to enter, send me your story to dreaminginred13 at gmail.com and you will be eligible to possibly win a pair of tickets. Oh, the next project we wanted to mention is um, Bernice's project. Uh, she's trying to trend Taylor just say yes to our love story because she uh, wants to get married to her fiancé on stage at a Taylor concert during a love story. And um, unfortunately, a particular member of management has initially told her no because they were uh, concerned about, like, you know, taking up too much time to do it on stage. So uh, she's, you know, trying to think of alternative ideas and maybe doing it on the B stage while the song is going on so it wouldn't really interrupt, you know, the concert time-wise or anything like that. She basically just doesn't want to give up. So continue to help her out and spread around her video um, and trend Taylor just say yes to our love story. Um, you can go to swiftcast.com and click on fan uh, cl- click on fan projects and all the information is on there. The next fan project is Smiles for Swift. It's a project for a few project a few fans on Taylor Connect are running where Swifties send in a picture of you smiling to i smile for swift at outlook.com and you can add your Taylor Connect name to the email so we know who they are if you have other ways to get a get a hold of you and and know who they are that'd be fine too they're going to edit it into a video with tied together with a smile playing in the background and it will go up on YouTube on the 21st of September so that it needs to be in by the 13th of July to be be on and then they'll tweet that to Taylor and the agency just to get it noticed and they said that they want to aim the pro- they they said quote the aim of the project is just is to show Taylor how much we love her because she's been getting a lot of hate recently so we want her to know we're still here oh that's cute that's sweet so also, um, a fan wanted us to mention that uh, she is going to the Greenboro, uh, North Carolina show on September 12th, and she's trying to organize like a big fan get together before the show, kind of like a pre-show tailgating party. Her handle on Taylor Connect is Taylor Allison Swift Updates, and she has a blog on there that you can comment to if you want to attend this pre-show tailgating party, and uh, they'll set up some cool stuff for you. So uh, we'll have it linked also on TaylorSwift13.com so that you can. Uh, in fan projects so that you can go and check that out if you are going to that show and want to meet up with some Swifties beforehand. And our next project is the Swiftie yearbook slash fan awards that we are trying to create. And basically what we want to do is create a yearbook themed fan book, which is going to have tons and tons of different fan photos from people going to every single stop of the tour. So in order for that to happen, we need you guys to send us your best photos from the show whether it's photos of Taylor, photos of yourself and your friends, photos of your costumes, signs, anything. Send them to us via any of the methods that we mentioned, and we will love to include them in the yearbook. We'll put them all up on our website as well. And then we're going to be announcing later in May uh, the official categories where we will be awarding our favorite photo to win a to-be-determined prize. So send in your photos. We would love to see them. Yay. The next... 
project that we're doing is the fan of the month. We have chosen the fan of the month and we will be getting to them shortly. They will be featured on our site through the month of May. And if you've submitted for the fan of the month, you don't need to resubmit to be considered for the next couple months. So, And if you haven't emailed us why you want to become fan of the month, you can email us at swiftcast13 at gmail.com or through our website. And just tell us uh, what you're doing for Taylor, why you love Taylor, how much she's impacting you, and why you want to become fan of the month. Um, every fan of the month gets chosen monthly. They get a feature on our website. And you also get a possible chance to guest host with us or be on a little bit um, of the episode, depending on schedules and things like that. So uh, we also got APM on Taylor Kadak that I just wanted to share with you guys. Mackenzie wrote, I haven't really been in love or had a relationship yet, but I kind of relate to the songs directed toward a breakup about how my best friend, whom I loved dearly, moved away a year ago. Um, and we were so close and she just had to leave, but I don't know. I understand a hundred percent how someone can relate to her songs. And I just love how great of a songwriter she is. Her music makes me so incredibly happy. And the reason why I wanted to read that for you guys is because that reminded me of the song breathe and how everyone assumes that Taylor's songs are always about romantic relationships. But, um, I've heard that breathe is actually about her, uh, fid old fiddle player, Emily, that was uh, there before Caitlin and Emily went away to law school and had to be replaced, obviously, and um, her and Taylor were really close, and uh, supposedly Taylor wrote that about Emily leaving, and she was just sad because she was going to miss her friend. Yeah, it's just like, I just feel like Taylor is so universal. Like, you can relate to her songs through so many different situations that you might be individually going through. Like, that's what makes her an amazing songwriter. Definitely. So thank you, Mackenzie, for that. And if you guys have anything else you want to share with us or, you know, thoughts that you have or stuff like that, you know, you can message us again through any of our methods and we might read it on the show. And I know we already covered our mini segments, but this Justin, Taylor Swift 13 on Twitter tweeted, it feels like one of those nights I Google nature related questions. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor, for inadvertently submitting to our mini segment. I thought that that Love should be it. included. <laughs> Love it. She linked to something, but I don't know what it is yet. Let's see what she linked to. Oh my to. gosh, I love it. <laughs> I was like, this has to be read on this episode. Thank Absolutely. you, Taylor, for your perfect timing, as Live always. Live tweeting during the recording of Swiftcast 13, brought to you by Taylor Swift 13. <laughs> she All apparently right, googled, where do frogs go in the winter? Nice. Okay. I love her. She's random. I love her. She's amazing. Okay, anyways, so um, onto the subject of our giveaways. Yay! Yay. Uh, we just wanted to say congrats to our very first winner of our very first Twitter contest, uh, 13 underscore Swift fan 13. Uh, she won a Taylor Swift spiral notebook and the latest issue of Ro the cover of Rolling Stone that Taylor was on recently, a couple months ago. So uh, those are being sent out to her. And uh, we also wanted to remind you that we're going to be doing Twitter contests once a month. It's always going to be during the week of the 13th, and the prize will always be different. Next month, we have upcoming uh, a 22 prize giveaway. It's going to be um, the cat ears that she wore in 22 and a pair of the heart sunglasses. Yay! We have our Facebook winner. We got over 100 likes. So congrats to Brianna Ramirez. 
which she doesn't know she won yet, but she will shortly. She won a one-of-a-kind Taylor Swift necklace that I made that from a picture I took in Omaha. And continue to like awesome. it. We will be having various giveaways on there as well. Okay, and we just wanted to remind everybody to continue to rate us five stars on iTunes and leave us reviews. Um, if you can, that would be great. The more ratings and reviews that we get, the easier it is for other Swifties to find us on iTunes. So we would really, really appreciate it. And leaving a review makes you automatically eligible for any future iTunes contests that we have, which we will be at some point in the next few weeks giving away another iTunes gift card. So please rate us. Please give us five stars. Leave us reviews. And we will announce details about that giveaway soon. Yay! And moving on to our Taylor Dictionary... We just wanted to once again state the word that Michaela and Ava gave us in their interview, which the term for this week is swift attack. Swift attack. I'm having a swift attack. Which basically (laughs) means just screaming, crying, and freaking out for any reason related to Taylor, which I think we all do. Yes. A lot. We've all been guilty of having one of those. A lot. So thanks, guys, for that term. And if you have any Taylor Dictionary words or Taylor words that you use in your everyday life, we would love to hear them, so send them our way. Well, we just want to thank you for powering through our episode four with us here. Hope you enjoyed our story from Michaela and Ava. Club Red sounds awesome. Hope Wish you enjoyed I was there. <laughs> the Twitter cameo from Taylor Swift 13. <laughs> yes. So thank you to Michaela and Ava for joining us shortly. And thank you to Taylor for tweeting during our episode. We love you guys. <laughs> and, a lot. you know, submitting to our mini segment. <laughs> we love you. We love you guys. Love, love, love. And have an awesome week. And we'll catch up with you next week. We will. Bye. Bye. We love you. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.